to the broadcast. We are the Nerla Broadcast. Now over to you, Christy. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast. As you heard from my wonderful nephews, bringing in a little introduction to the show. I think we should change the name to the <laughs> broadcast. I liked it. They, um, yeah, they put together that little old ditty for us, and I told them that I would put it in the show. My favorite is that they think it's broadcast. <laughs> yeah. And then it's okay. We'll let them think that. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> their favorite song. And Jeremy's daughter has probably about four approved songs that she'll listen to without <laughs> screaming. No music. Yeah. No talking. No music. And that broadcast song is now yeah. on her approved list that we have it's to hear that over and one. over again. And Kesha, <laughs> the Timber song. Yeah. And, and um, uh, the, the fancy awesome song from the Lego Movie and Let It Go. Which is probably every child's thing. So, hey guys, welcome. Thank you for listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast. I was going to tell another story. Or as we would call it. Okay, yeah, go ahead. About how I got a text from from Ellie's mom that said, Why is Ellie screaming at the top of her lungs? (laughs) Welcome to the broadcast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And... We told her, yeah. check out the podcast. Ch- check out the Namrama broadcast. We talk about you all the time. I said, I don't really know how to spell Namrama, but just go ahead and try it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, um, oh man, sorry, I just had a p- panic moment that I'm not recording. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to the Nerd Out Loud podcast. We are here to talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. I'm working on a new opening tagline kind of bio for the show and i'm thinking something along the lines of we're the nerd out loud podcast everybody has that friend that won't stop talking about blank we want to talk to that friend except for i'm going to rework it so it sounds a little better yeah let's work on it let's workshop that a little bit and and by that i mean like write it down (laughs) crumple it up and throw it away and start all over again it's a decent base (laughs) it's a starting point anyway Hello, guys. That's what I'm calling my sunburn on my back, too, is a decent base. Yeah. (laughs) In parts. Um, So we had had a very... Our last show was with Andrea. Yes. The rape survivor. I messaged her right after the show, and I was like, am I... It's rape survivor, rape victim, rape, rape, rape... What am I supposed to say? Mm -hmm. And... Rape American. (laughs) She said... She said... uh, I can't remember... She wrote me back and said something, but, um, yeah, she said rape survivor is fine. She said that she doesn't necessarily like, like that, but she's flexible with with Mm -hmm. whatever. I have a friend that, uh, had cancer and she. Sir Victor. I'm sorry. I just looked it up. She said Sir Victor is what she would (laughs) have, but she got that to me after I posted the show. So, um, I had a friend who had cancer and despised being called a cancer survivor. No. She's like, I don't what have a better term. She didn't have a better term, but oh, she just She just hated didn't want to be called a cancer survivor. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had we had a lot of really great feedback from that episode, actually. <laughs> a lot of, I think uh, the general consensus Unlike is... all the other ones of our shows where we get negative feedback, we only had positive on this one. <laughs> <laughs> the general consensus is that Andrea should start her own podcast. Yes. So, 
Hopefully, I don't know. I told her that I'd be happy to help her. Yeah, set I think up, do that. I think YouTube because of the subject matter that YouTube is a terrible idea because that's where the trolls of hell live is yeah. in the comments and and if you're having a sensitive topic that is about sex yeah in a, at its core like that pulls i was saying the worst of the worst i was thinking maybe she should just at least start out with a podcast because uh it's such an easy it's a little bit easier to get people listening to a podcast than it is to watch it's a commitment to watching right. youtube like there's tons of content on youtube that i actually would be interested in watching like nerdist has some mm-hmm. great stuff on there and there's a bunch of youtube channels that i subscribe to that i never watch because the reason that i listen to so many podcasts is because i put my earbuds in when i'm doing whatever mm-hmm. and can listen to and them. i always forget about those like the real rob report is a hilarious youtube um oh yeah it's a show thing, is yeah, right? it's a seahawk yeah. um and it is hilarious but first of all, they're about half an hour long and you have to remember, Yeah. even if you subscribe, like that's not something that is in your everyday like pop up. Whereas with podcasts, they just magically appear in the morning. Yeah. While we're talking about friends of the show, Andrea, I got a lovely piece of mail today from Mr. Christopher Carson of the Luna Project. Shout out to you, uh, who we had on a previous episode. Excuse me. Uh, I can't remember the number of the episode, but it's called Luna City or Bust. It's in the late 40s, I believe. But Christopher Carson um, has a plan to relocate to the moon. And I love it. He I ordered some like a button and a little pen or like a commemorative coin that he talked Mm -hmm. about on the podcast. And, And some stickers. He sent me like five bumper stickers and some posters and uh, some buttons and so basically if he doesn't make it to the moon then it's your fault he for put this me, extra stuff well i paid for i paid for this stuff but he put mm-hmm. like he put a bunch of uh apollo a bunch of like old-timey stamps on the cardboard tube thing um that have like apollo their apollo era have are pictures of the apollo missions the, and stuff that year are they <coughs> throwbacks i don't know i'm not i'm not a stamp guy he did say that he was a stamp collector but i can't imagine um if they're at all collectible him using them for shipping although anyway i don't know i think they're, they're pretty not cool. canceled so I got some that's cool the buttons. cool part i got some cool buttons for stamp um, collectors. he sent and then he included a handwritten a handwritten note um here are your Luna project medalettes buttons and bumper stickers um and then P.S. This is written. Oh, and then he says the stars are ours. That's how he says it in mm-hmm. Lunar Sea. So that's how I'm going to say it. I P.S. Kinda, I this like is written thing. in an ink called Moon Dust, using a uh, pen decorated with dragons, a traditional lunar symbol. So that was kind of cool. Uh, I have all that fun stuff. If you guys want some sweet buttons, I put this uh, one of the bumper stickers, the stars are ours, on uh, the new case that i got for all of our recording equipment and and you're gonna put up one of the posters in your office so everyone knows where the nerd lives <laughs> yeah exactly and what to my not... sweet new job um so yeah so that was cool that was exciting uh is there anything else that we wanted to talk about at the top of the show um, oh yeah i want to talk about horrible parents because it relates to so what we want to talk about today is this whole hobby lobby situation we were going to try and get to it in the after part of the last episode but then christy ended up kind of 
opening up and sharing about her own experience um, as a rape survivor herself, mm-hmm. um, which was way more interesting um, at the moment. So if you haven't heard that, you can go back and listen to the last part of the last episode and check it out. But uh, so, yeah, I, we wanted to talk about the Hobby Lobby situation, the birth control thing, and what better way to get into a discussion about birth control than talking about horrible parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went to the uh, we went to the beach today, as one is wont to do, um, as it was a 80-degree-plus day in Seattle, which to most Seattleites is like living on mm-hmm. the, sun. the surface of the sun. Mm-hmm. And um, Because to me, 75-80 is the perfect temperature in Seattle. Yeah. How, what do you think? Yeah, it was a little it was a little warm warm for my liking. But. If anyone hasn't been to Seattle in the summer, first of all, it's the best place on earth in the summer. And secondly, we don't have air conditioning. Like that's a that's a luxury that most people don't have in their house. So seventy or eighty to ninety degrees is way too hot. Yeah. Luckily, it's so beautiful outside, you just go outside. So basically, people go outside till 10, 11 o'clock at night when it finally cools down. Yeah, which is beautiful. I love a nice summer evening. But we went to the we went to the lake today mm-hmm. near your house and took my daughter. And it was a... Uh, it was like a zoo for terrible parenting. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So this particular place that we went to, there was no lifeguard there, which I actually prefer. Because it's more of a freestyle type situation. Uh, but it leads to some interesting things. There was one, there was a, a child that was definitely not wearing a swimsuit, just wearing underwear. That was, could not have been older than two. And no flotation device. No flotation device. Just in and out of the water. Obviously not good at swimming. One of the f- other parents there just sitting on the beach finally was like, "Where? where's your... Where's your family? Like started talking yeah. to this kid, at which point a slightly older brother that was probably acting as a parent <laughs> came down and said, you know, this kid probably couldn't have been more than six or seven said, oh, I, I got him. I'll take him, whatever, and took him off to find their parents, wherever they might be. Um, there was a, a whole entire gallery of people that were finding different ways to smuggle the fact that they were drinking alcohol. Um I had a uh, lovely lady come out with me, <laughs> come out and talk to me while I was swimming with my daughter because my daughter and her daughter kind of started hanging out and she came out. Um, she was drinking, quote unquote, Gatorade out of a Gatorade <laughs> bottle. <laughs> Never seen that shade of Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> seemed a little light to me. <laughs> and she was explaining. She looked like uh, an old dried out piece of leather mm-hmm. and um, she looked 80 but she was 35 probably yeah <laughs> and she as she explained to me she was a professional water skier for 20 years <laughs> and i said we know <laughs> we can I tell what kind of money is in we professional water that skiing. you've spent some time out in the sun <laughs> so um and then she uh came out because my daughter who's almost four was swimming around and was playing with her daughter, who I think was five or five and a half, and um, 
my daughter was like swimming and whatever, like enjoys the water, had a life vest on, was just kind of floating. And this lady came up behind her daughter and was like, come on, you know how to swim. You know how to swim. And just started shoving her (laughs) and pushing her, pushing her into the water, pushing her face down into the water and saying, come on, you know how to swim. You know how to swim. And then the daughter was like asking for help to get up. And the mom was like, "Uh, tell me what your plan is. What's your plan? And I'll help you accomplish your plan. What are you trying to do? Oh, my gosh. And uh, that quickly came to an end when that parent realized that she had lost her cell phone and started panicking and had to But she had a Bluetooth headset. Yeah, she was wearing a Bluetooth while in the water. Well, and then also remember (laughs) she emptied her purse and all the bottles fell out. Oh, yeah. She dumped out. She had like a bag, like a beach bag thing, and she dumped it out on the ground. But I was talking to my friend. I was relaying this story to a friend of mine who is... um, has uh, is planning on going through the adoption process and he uh i was asking him what i was telling him that story about being at the beach today and whatever and just all the horrible parenting that we saw (laughs) and um and i um i said so are you really serious about this adoption thing and he said yeah i'm i have to wait until my lease is up because you can't even do a home study thing until you can't even do a home study until you have a two bedroom. And so I need to the le- need to wait for the lease to be up on my one bedroom so then I can get the two bedroom. And, um, and I said, uh, that has to be the most uh, frustrating thing in the world for you to like, he, this guy has his life together. He has mm-hmm. a stable job, stable income. He is not on, not, drinking all the time not high all the time (laughs) completely whatever drug free and he is like has to fight and pay money to be a parent and i was just like through tons of is that frustrating for you (laughs) (laughs) to have to work and fight and try for this when any old lady can go and get knocked Mm -hmm. up and have a baby yeah and then in front of me which were my favorite group of people there was a um, man, white, white dude who definitely doesn't know that he's white, um, covered in prison tattoos, um, some misspelled, which was one of my favorites. <laughs> he had a um, faded uh, Washington, like the shape of Washington on his stomach. Yeah. And then it said Washington State, but in block <laughs> letters that didn't fit all the way into the state. Um, he was tanning. He wanted to get his tan on, as he said a couple of times, but he was wearing socks and shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then his girlfriend uh, or wife or at least baby mama, she had um, three tattoo tributes to her children. Yeah. And I she saw w- that. Well, she had like footprints. footprints she had their on- footprints on her back. And, and then I their saw- names on her shoulders. And I saw the dates underneath the yes. footprints. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, her daughter dead. died. Like, <laughs> And I was looking no. at the uh, only th- they were like three years apart. And I was like, I can't believe her daughter died at the age of three. That's what I was wondering, I too. Two separate kids. It was the, well, I was wondering <laughs> that, too. But then she started screaming their names. Right. Yeah. OK. Because the <laughs> one had their name was under hungry. So she had. The those <laughs> on her back, upper back, and then on her shoulder braids in the front, she had their name was stars. Yeah. And like that scripty type thing. And then on her lower back hips she had it too. And she was terrible at parenting. Yeah. At one point she had been well, in these, the water with her kids. The this w- was the couple that was fighting 
about not having to spend time with the kids because they both wanted to tan. Right. So she had been in the water for a little bit. And then she said, it's your turn to go be with the kids. And he's like, I'm getting my tan on. And she goes, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And then she laid. And then they both chain smoked and then fought. The entire time. I don't understand the smoking at the beach. Like, even when I was a smoker, I don't... Like, smoking in hot, in the hot open sun just sounds like What's funny is you calling yourself a smoker. I wouldn't have even ever called you a smoker, even Uh, at the height of it. You smoked cloves, number one. Not real cigarettes. High school, And you would do (laughs) one a day, if that. Yeah, well, at the height of my smoking, maybe it was like... Three or four. And then if I was drinking, sometimes I would smoke like a half a pack in a night. Except for those were like, those were packs of 12. So maybe like five or six. (laughs) But I mean, those like, they're like a little mini cigar. Right. So So it would take a little Like if you go out, if you're, when I was go, when I would go hang out with the other smokers, they would smoke like one normal cigarette in Mm -hmm. the time that I would, or two normal cigarettes in the time that I would smoke one. Anyway, I just, I don't understand that. And also it's just another one of those things where it's like, I don't understand how people can be that checked out. Like the beach was packed. Mm -hmm. There was people everywhere. And somehow like they just thought that it would be a good idea to light up. Like, do they just not care that people don't care? I just don't understand that. I, I, honestly don't understand how people like what i want to know is do they say this is going to bug people but fuck them like i don't care or are they saying or or are they just like not is it not even crossing their mind that this is something that could possibly i think probably both yeah i don't get it and then there was the guy that decided to light up a cigar which is 10 times worse because it lasts for an hour and a half has an incredibly pungent smell. <laughs> but, hey, we were there for a solid, what, four or five hours? Mm-hmm. Nobody died while we were there that I know of. Well, close. Yeah, there the was one, one at the very end that was close, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, parents out there, get your shit together. <laughs> There's actually people in the world that will take care of your kids. Yeah. And if you don't want to be a parent, give your kids to somebody that will. <laughs> So that leads us into the Hobby Lobby situation. But let's do this. Let's take a little break Mm -hmm. uh, because I want to play a commercial for our friends over at the Eureka podcast. Okay. And if you guys haven't listened to them yet, you should go check them out. Heard about them on Pod Gods. Pod Gods, yeah. And they, uh, yeah, they're a great indie show. They're kind of like us. And um, they, a couple guys that just BS and talk about stuff. The last episode, stuff got a little real. The hosts are named Jeremy and Craig, and Craig kind of got into some personal stuff that he's dealing with that triggered Christy so much mm-hmm. that she had to turn off the podcast. Yeah. He was talking about his fear of rejection. Well, because and then Christy, he's also looking for a job, right? Christy sent a text, tweeted him and said, uh, it was making me so upset that I had to turn it off. And he wrote back and said, maybe uh, telling me, like, Telling me that you can't listen to my podcast on the episode where I'm talking about my fear of rejection isn't the best way to deal with it. But they were able to. Yeah. But I mean, he had literally was talking about how it felt to get like 25 rejection notices. in a day. And I told him I've gotten 25 in a week. So he beats me. Um, But I mean, so I think the max I've gotten in one day is five. Yeah. I wish every time I talk to those guys online or whatever, I just... I wish that they lived out by us because they seem like they'd be fun to hang yeah. out with. But anyway, so check out Eureka, your, your, Eureka 
check out the Eureka podcast. Take 20. Craig? Jeremy. I host Eureka podcast. I co-host Eureka podcast. And together we are a couple of fat guys in a shed with a microphone in between us. And for some reason, Nerd Out Loud likes to listen to us. So if you like Nerd Out Loud, you should take a listen to us. Take a listen. Should take I just shoot myself in the head right now? This is going south fast. Oh my god, this is the longest 30 seconds I've ever had. Eureka Podcast, guys. And we're back. back. I'm trying my new NPR voice. And you're listening to the Nerd Out Loud Podcast. Thanks for coming back, guys. We're here to Let's talk about the things that, that you nerd out about, we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Do you like that voice, Kirsty? No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so, yes, Eureka Podcast, they're pretty rad. Like I said, heard about them from the show Pod Gods, which is a podcast about podcasts. And guys, I like every time we say we want to talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody, everybody nerds out about. One of the things that I really nerd out about is podcasts and podcasting in general. I like hang out on Reddit and talk to weird podcast people on there and find podcast communities on Facebook and talk to other podcasters on Twitter. And I try not to get into it too much because I don't want this to be like super inside for mm-hmm. the five other people that listen to the show right. that are as into podcasts as me or whatever. But pod gods is a show that we, uh, geo we've had on the show lax. We've had on the show. They do it. They uh, kind of talk about like a lot of the big shows, like, Corolla and Nerdist and some of the like bigger podcasters. They also mention us every once in a while. Eureka podcast of people that you just heard the commercial for. Um, there's another show that I found about on Reddit called hashtag. It's literally a hashtag in the title for the love of pod. It's a podcast about podcasts and they have kind of a, like a, they're more uh, indie. Yeah. They focus on like indie shows like Shows like ours, you know, whatever, a couple hundred downloads, hundred downloads, whatever, uh, an episode That's have these small guys? little communities and the, uh, what they do, what, um, for the love of pod does is they actually take, they feature a show each week and they'll put that entire show into their feed. So oh, that's cool. the guy, there's this guy named Jake Callen. He gets on there and he kind of does like a little like news update for like the indie podcast that he keeps track of. He always says anytime, you know, you have a, a big show or anniversary or you're doing a fundraiser or whatever, let us know. So he'll r- kind of do a rundown of that for like 15, 20 minutes, talk about new shows that usually have less than 10 episodes up um to try and get get some traction going for them and then he talks about the show that they're featuring that week and then they put that entire an entire episode of their show in the feed so they're actually going to put uh, our we're in the rotation for that what which so, which episode did you tell him or did they uh, listen know. to and they picked i gave him a list of like four or five that he could check out and i'll let him which I'll ones did you decide. do i don't remember i guess we'll <laughs> wait we'll wait and see um Oh, I think th- I did the one where you talked about your friend that died. Yeah, everyone seems to like that one. Because that's kind of a good one. And then I told him about the church one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, we'll see. I can't remember the other ones, but I'll link to the ones that we just mentioned in the show notes in case anybody wants to go listen. But um, anyway, so that Jake guy, he has his own podcast as well. He has a actual an entire network and called the Talking Heads 
network mm-hmm. and he has a show on it called the ridge cast r i j cast ridge cast and they just gave us kind of a cool shout out on their show their most recent episode of ridge cast that we just listened to are they are they where are they from i don't know oh you <laughs> yeah. should look it up not here i think back east somewhere Everywhere that's not Seattle or L.A. is back east in my head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's like okay. no, there's no in between. So Idaho, back east. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Easter coasters. So we wanted to touch briefly on the Hobby Lobby situation. Yes. As I'm sure that most people know, it's been in the news quite a bit, right? Do you want to kind of give a... Yes. I'm sure everyone... Um... Just give us a bird's eye view. Okay. So what happened is, as part of the, what? Your mic just cut out for a minute. Um, As part of the Affordable Health Care Act, uh, or Obamacare, as some people call it, um, the the standard of health care had to be raised. As part of that, um, so, so crappy insurance had to cover things that they didn't have to before. I mean, you could pay a hundred dollars a month and nothing is covered. Um, and as part of that, people couldn't be denied for healthcare for preexisting conditions, which is a amazing win. And, um, and they raised the standards up. So that's when people kept saying my insurance. Now this is turning into an Obamacare, but I guess you have to go back (laughs) to, to go forward. Um, when people were saying my, my insurance policy got, got canceled and the only thing I can do is um, pay this much more. Well, that's not Obamacare's fault. They were raising the standard and your policy may have, like my policy got canceled because it didn't live up to the standard anymore. They had an equal one that cost the, it actually cost me $20 less a month. Thanks, Obama. And it, covered, <laughs> and it covers more. Yeah. Um. So, so there's that. And then also because the pre-existing condition thing is taken out, I'm actually free to move to a different health um, uh, and a, a different health company if I'm wanting to, if I want to. So part of that was that they had to cover certain things. Well, this company called Hobby Lobby, which if you don't know, is this kind of like the Costco for, for craft stores, yep. giant craft store. If you love glitter, if you love felt things, Felting. very cheap. Yeah. Um, weird, like Chinese, weird. Uh, mass-produced trinkets. Yes, but it's <laughs> that, awesome that are used in crafting. Yeah, and um, <laughs> lots of pipe cleaners and. <laughs> but they beans. are ultra-religious. They yeah. aren't open on Sundays, and they actually have a sign on the door that says, "So our employees can um, celebrate the Lord with the their Lord's family." Day. All of the greeting cards are religious. Yeah, um, they have tons of crosses and everything. So whatever, take that as it is. <laughs> so what they said is they they offer health care to their full-time employees and they did not want their health care to cover certain contraceptives abortive contraceptives basically if there was so there's two different kinds right of contraceptions Mm -hmm. in like pills and whatnot where one is if there's a if the egg has been fertilized and you're on this pill Mm -hmm you will still get pregnant. And then there's Mm -hmm. the abortive ones. I don't know if that's even the right word for them. I think that that's probably a derogatory term for it. But there's the ones, whatever they're called, Mm -hmm. that if the egg has been, even if the egg has been fertilized, 
if you're on this birth control, then it will uh, cause ovulation to still happen, and the fertilized egg will be flushed out as if it was an unfertilized egg. Yes. Right? It, they prevent implantation. Is that what it is? They well, prevent the fertilized well, egg from implanting on the... Oh, yes, I guess. Inside of the love canal. Yeah, the <laughs> love know. canal. Oh my We're God. talking to the guy that um, accidentally had a child, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm not the expert on oh birth God. control. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they decided not to... They, they didn't, didn't want, want to cover to, those. They didn't. Okay, so because and, they feel that it's an abortion. But already, as part of the affordable health care, any churches or nonprofits that were religious based did not have to support any. Did not have to offer the contraceptives that they were against. So Hobby Lobby said, "Hey, we also, as a Christian organization, do not want to supply these certain types of contraceptives. What yeah. is it? They don't want to pay for four, but there's." There's like 16, there's, yeah, they don't want to pay for four, I think, but there's still 16 FDA approved contraceptives that they pay for, that they pay for, that are what they would call non-abortive or whatever. Right. Basically what they're saying is that they believe that the moment that the sperm like fertilizes the egg, Mm -hmm. that a human life is created Mm -hmm. and anything that's going to terminate, that's going to impede it is an abortion and uh, murder and against God. Right. Yeah. The the issue is I ha- I mean I have a friend on Facebook who after it said um, she uses and she has um, a disease um, and certain certain people with um, lady diseases and cancer lady and diseases <laughs> and um, have to use these kind of IUDs mm-hmm. for their treatment. So then someone who works at Hobby Lobby who needed that kind. Couldn't would have to it. pay for it out of pocket, right? Which it's about two thousand five hundred dollars. She said a a month. Um, no, not a month. That's the, what's good is that it that it's it's good for three to twelve years. So, oh, it's like an IUD thing. But if you work at Hobby Lobby, you're making minimum wage, right. so you're making eight dollars an hour, yeah. well, twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. So so there's so a is. lot of times, and it's just insane. It's just insane, and of course, like. Everything, all of my shitty Facebook friends are, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my Facebook, a lot of my existing Facebook community is still very uh, outspoken Christians, right? But didn't you, because your sister said that it was the weirdest day because she had... Hello? I don't know what's going on. Sorry. Oh, she said it was a re- weird day because half of her people were saying this is terrible, and the other half were like, "Yay, God!" <laughs> yeah. or whatever, "Yay, religion!" So that that has to be really weird because I didn't really have anyone on there. I mean, I read some some comments. Except for my whatever. mom, <laughs> right? Your Facebook friends with my mom who posted yeah, a, who, a fair and balanced, quote unquote, fair and balanced. <laughs> so, um. Mm-hmm. I did read a uh, – basically, I think that the the danger in the ruling is that it's kind of a uh, – first of all, it's restricting 
healthcare that should be available. Like it, it should be something that's left up to choice for people. Uh, but second of all, it's kind of a slippery slope situation. And I a little bit don't like using that argument because it's so often used in a completely twisted way. When people talk about like, well, if we allow gay marriage, then you you're know what's coming your up dog. next. You're going to be able to marry your kids and, and you're going to be able to marry your dog. Exactly. And you're going to be able to marry, exactly. marry your horse or yeah. whatever. But that's exactly not... why I don't like the slippery slope off. Uh, argument as but well because it's used so negatively. Andy Richter actually uh, tweeted th- this quote from uh, some lawyer today mm-hmm. talking about it. And he said, would the exemption extend to employers with religiously grounded objections to blood transfusion, Jehovah's Witnesses, antidepressants, depressants, Scientologists, medications derived from pigs, including anesthesia, int- uh, IV fluids, and pills coated with gelatin, certain Muslims, Jews, and Hindus, and vaccinations. Not much help there for the lower courts bound by today's decision. The court, I fear, has ventured into a minefield uh, from Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dissent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so so a, all three of the women on justice. that were... <laughs> that said that. Yeah. From the um, Supreme Court. All three of the Supreme women Supreme Court justices all dissented. Um, and it was a five to four decision. Yeah. The, but that that's the problem is it is the ruling being at the Supreme Court level means that it's setting precedent. Yeah. So so that I mean that is an extreme case, the quote unquote slippery slope, but that could that could right. happen. If if a company now could could use that ruling and say, Yeah, we're Jehovah Witness and even though you aren't and most of our employees aren't, we don't cover blood transfusions and you wouldn't know that going in. Yeah. I mean most most times you get your choice. I mean, obviously, the the women that work at Hobby Lobby know now because it's in the news. But you get a job, and you sign up for your health care or whatever if they offer it, and you don't know if they don't cover something until it's too late, until you've tried to get that, yeah. and you get a huge bill. So, yeah. so that's the problem is there's not much. The oh, sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, that there's not you. much clarity, and and those. Insurance documents are written so that people can't really understand them. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Well, and it, what one of the attitudes that bothers me too is I uh, that I've seen. I saw. I commented on my mom's Facebook post mm-hmm. and said the thing about this slippery slope, and also uh, somebody else brought up the fact of we're uh, you know the, just the whole thing that we're co- corporations are legally treated legally as people, which is insane. Like they should not mm-hmm. be given the same rights as right. people because they're businesses, and it's very obviously a different thing. So I pointed that out, and somebody said basically said if you don't like it, work somewhere else. Which like I kind of get that, but mm-hmm. at the same point, like if I said that to that guy, like if. <laughs> if I said to the person that said that, if, you know, he was having being horribly mistreated or being forced or mm-hmm. b- his having his rights restricted because of his employer or whatever. And my response to his plight was, if you don't like it, get a job somewhere else. Like it's it's a little insensitive and rude, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. And I get so the, I have a little bit of a struggle with this because um, I don't really know where I stand on the whole like when life begins thing and you know i grew up like a conservative christian and so my entire life have been of the camp that abortion is murder and um and uh, as a parent like it's i still feel i i still feel an attachment i love my daughter so much and i can't imagine i can't imagine a life without her and 
in very many I mean we've shared before the circumstances of her birth was I was having an affair and I was mm-hmm. married to somebody else at the time and my daughter's mom was also married to somebody else at the time and that's very much a situation where somebody would get an abortion um but the, I mean that was luckily she didn't choose to do that but um so you know I have a little bit of a struggle sometimes with situations like this because I'm like that that is like if you don't do anything if if the if the egg is fertilized and you don't do anything that's going to be a human life and so the putting that life in the hands of somebody else and just allowing them to just like terminate that life is mm-hmm. a little bit scary to me but what's more scary to me is the government <laughs> uh being able to step in and intervene like you know i i would prefer I would prefer that the contraceptions be av- contraceptions be available, readily available. Like I, I said on Twitter the other day, like I think that somebody like if you are pro uh, if you are anti-abortion, you should be handing out condoms and the pill like candy. Like you should mm-hmm. just have a trunk filled with <laughs> well, and not condoms just that. and just throw them at people. But not just as that, you drive but down also the street. giving support to women that choose to not do that. Yeah. I mean, because a lot of times they're the women are talked out of it from these organizations like I I won't even name some of them. But um, (laughs) and then they're like, okay, so now what happens? Yeah, I I'm on welfare. I I mean, maybe I maybe know the dad. Maybe Mm -hmm. I don't. Maybe he's not around. Maybe he hit me. And now you've talked me out of it and you've made me feel guilty that this is the choice that I was thinking of. Yeah. And now I'm just out here and it's nine months later and now I have a kid and I don't even, I didn't even finish high school. I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a, that's not a far off scenario that I just said. And then there's no resources. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I read a, I read an article from vice, uh, earlier this week that was they were interviewing somebody that actually put a at one time she ended up taking it down but she put a tutorial online about how to do a surgical abortion mm-hmm. in like four states where abortion was banned mm-hmm. um and she ended up taking that down just because of probably obvious yeah, reasons sure. but now found basically found a loophole where you can get the abortion pill to do a, a it's called a medical abortion so mm-hmm. it's a non-surgical abortion all the way up through the second trimester okay. and has these online guides basically with links and everything for where to get the pills and what to do mm-hmm. and how to do it safely and all that kind of stuff. And uh, th- they were interviewing her and she was she said one thing that people misunderstand about me all the time is she's a doula. She loves babies. She mm-hmm. is fascinated with the whole idea of birth. She said if I got pregnant on on accident I I wouldn't have an abortion. Mm-hmm. And that's something that she said that people so often dismiss and don't think about is that mm-hmm. they think that just because these people are um fighting for women to have the right to have an abortion or to have access to birth control or whatever, um she they people just assume that they hate kids right. and that they whatever. And that's very often not the case. So like, I know someone whose sister was killed by a backstreet abortion when they were illegal. I mean, almost as many women died during those uh, illegal abortion years that of men that died in Vietnam. I mean, that's how bad it was. Yeah. So th- for it to be safe and 
it, it's it, it's important. Yeah, that that I guess. I mean, I guess what I would say is that, e- and th- like I said, this is me to an extent. Like I struggle with that issue of abortion and all that kind of stuff because, like, it scares me to think that my daughter's mom could have just decided mm-hmm. to to terminate the pregnancy and then I wouldn't have my daughter. Like I just that scenario scares me and it's 100% something that could have happened and it would have been totally out of my control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if, so I feel like if you're against abortion and you're mm-hmm. against people having, like if you're out there trying to like make these changes to legislation, may, maybe focusing on changing the laws is maybe put your energy somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like put your energy into making cultural changes where, unwanted pregnancies don't happen <laughs> or there's a lot of support there's yeah there's, or there's lots of support mm-hmm. for people that do keep the babies mm-hmm. or whatever like just the but also i always find it ironic that these people are so against abortion and whatever and keep the fetus and it's alive the second it 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 happens or whatever yeah yet they bomb abortion clinics yeah so well as soon as that fetus is born you don't care that, about it well, anymore that's, that's like you can't you can't label all of those people because of the extremists like that's very much but abortion doctors doctors that yeah are helping women to do it or the lady who's doing it online they get labeled murder yeah yeah so yeah well and it also the i guess another taste of irony is the fact that most of the people that are very staunchly um most of the people that are very staunch anti-abortion pro excited about the hobby lobby situation Mm -hmm. uh are also pro war (laughs) and (laughs) or i don't want to say pro war but would support the military Mm -hmm. you know doing what they're doing and uh and pro death penalty (laughs) which Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous like as soon as apparently as soon as the baby leaves the body yeah they don't care about it anymore you know and they were anti get what's coming um affordable health (laughs) care for which would cover all children um one thing about the supreme court ruling which is favorable or a positive is that it only applies to closely held IRS, according to the IRS companies, which means that five or fewer people own more than half the corporation. So that would mean no publicly, like a Walmart or Target or whatever, couldn't do these kind of shenanigans. Close, close. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. Well, that's good, I guess. And I mean, you just, I guess you just have to research the company you're working for. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know. I feel like more and more. This is uh, the the people that are on the side of Hobby Lobby or situations like this are uh, on the decline <laughs> and are on the kind of the lo- losing, the f- the failing side. I don't know. I don't know. This side. is a pretty big decision to be happening in 2014. Yeah. Yeah. And we forget. I think sometimes it's easy to um, forget about the rest of the country when we mm-hmm. live in like lefty communist seattle (laughs) would i really what i'm annoyed by the entire middle of the country that is shopping at hobby lobby with an air 15 strapped to their back (laughs) what i'm really actually annoyed by a lot is that there's now a supreme court decision and it's called the hobby lobby (laughs) 
because that's the most <laughs> stupid name ever and i hate even calling it that when i've i mean there's one a couple blocks from our house and we've gone there a couple times but yeah. never <sighs> again Never again. Mm-hmm. No. I mean, that's the beauty of a free market system that we have. You know, we can vote with our dollars. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's a lot of uh, evangelical Christians out there. They're going to vote with their dollars. And those uh, there's right. a lot of those dollars, especially in places that aren't. Yeah. Seattle. And, and <laughs> that's that's the problem with um, with what I think is. Yes, you're right. You can work somewhere else. You can not support that that place. And I probably won't. And um and I, I wouldn't work there. And the problem is that it's a, the Supreme Court yeah. sets precedent on all other laws. And tiny little laws filter in and say they're using that decision. And smaller courts use that as... Yeah. And and that's when it gets a little... Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it is frustrating. Yeah. I guess. And it can be extreme. You know, the Jehovah Witness, like you said, the... They could decide not to do blood transfusions. Yeah. Or Which is, all you know, the others. What, didn't Jim Henson die of? No, uh, I think Jim Henson was a Scientologist. Didn't believe no. in doctors or something? He was a Christian scientist. A Christian but scientist. Yes. Yeah. He didn't believe him and uh, Bob Marley. So this is what happens when you side with Hobby Lobby, you guys. We lose the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hobby Lobby. You killed Kermit the Frog, Which is ironic because they sell all the stuff to make a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which reminds me of a podcast that I found called Getting Felt Up, F-E-L-T. The entire point of the podcast <laughs> is talking about puppets and puppetry are they do they get off on it there's a probably some no fetish. it's not a weird sexual the okay. they are legitimately like a podcast that is just about puppet enthusiasts hmm. <laughs> <So> <laughs> i put them i added them to the feed because i want to listen to a couple of their shows and maybe see if we can get one of the guys to come on and talk about puppets because yeah. anybody that's passionate enough about puppets <laughs> to have an entire podcast yes. and also clever enough and smart enough to come up with a funny name like getting felt up yeah that's, that's hilarious. hilarious and yeah. they are at least willing and able to make fun of themselves enough to make me want to listen. And I didn't even care about puppets before I heard of that podcast. So anyway, Um, I feel like, Oh, sorry. No, go, go. Oh, I was just going to talk about the, I was just going to try and wrap it up. Oh, I wanted to talk about, um, pot finally being sold in stores. Okay. Okay. So, um, uh, let's see. I had the exact months. Well, we had, we legalized, decriminalized marijuana and uh here in Shoot. washington as of january 1st it was of 2013 of 2013 it was um legal to 20 months ago legal to smoke uh if you're over 21 and you're you can not have in up public, to an ounce you can in have public, up to an ounce but, not but you smoke can't it in smoke public. it right yeah you can't smoke it in public you have to consume it uh, privately and um the Sa- police also the same as alcohol. You yeah. can't yeah, just same take as alcohol, out a fifth same of alcohol. vodka, whatever. Right. So, um, however, it was illegal to buy it. Right. Yeah, you can't buy. It. <laughs> can't sell. It. You can't sell it or buy it that or said, grow it. There are literally like I mean, we have friends that use a service here in Seattle where you go online and just it's as easy as ordering pizza, and they will deliver 
weed to your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's still an illegal business. So it's still an illegal business. Twenty yeah. months ago, we voted for it. Um, and in true, in, in true Seattle fashion, <laughs> we took this great idea and, shit and on have it. Yep. really shit the bed when the, it comes to execution. Not necessarily shit the bed, but um, overthought it. Got too many what ifs what if this happens and what if that happens and let's tack a whole bunch of more laws on it where colorado just opened up shop um, yeah the the next day or whatever it was they gave a deadline it was a couple months later they opened up shop we've had yeah we had like a lottery system for licenses for stores and they put these insane restrictions on them and where they can be and where they couldn't be be able to buy edibles they've only given like 20 of these licenses out none of the stores are open yet they open on Tuesday. So that's another thing. Oh, is really? Col- Colorado has already raised $23 million in tax money yeah. from these stores. We could have had that. That may may have fixed the viaduct. We maybe could have a light rail system sooner. Sure. But um, so here's... Okay, Free so abortions for everybody? Yes. <laughs> even if you even if you don't want one, you just... Uh, forced abortions. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> How about you have to have you have to have an abortion if you ride the monorail? Well, it, it's pretty much an abortion in itself. <laughs> so nobody that rides the monorail is getting laid. Let's be yeah. honest. <laughs> well, just tourists. So here's the details: the first shop opens on Tuesday, and each of the shops will only get ten pounds of marijuana, and those will sell for twenty dollars per gram. Okay. So I looked up what that is. Um, street, let's say, if you if you were to buy marijuana on the street from your guy or whatever, you would pay $40 for an eighth, which is, um, there's eight, uh, that's one eighth of an ounce. Okay. This, so $20 will get you a 23rd of an ounce. So that is crazy prices. Yeah, it's insane. And because they haven't figured out a way to regulate edibles, those just won't be available. Yeah. How long until they're? I mean, at some point they no, will be, they right? Yeah, but they have no idea. And it can't be anything that would appeal to kids. So no gummies, no suckers, no no candy type situation yeah. at all. I mean, even if they could just sell the butter or something. What's funny is, well, I don't know funny, but I know I just read a thing where they're talking about legalizing marijuana in New York. And in New York, they're only going to have edibles, basically. Hmm. Edibles or the like, the tincture, like the fluid that mm-hmm. you put in the vape pens and all that stuff. Yeah. Because they don't want to deal with the smoking thing so yeah anyway uh, yeah it's banned everywhere leave it to seattle <laughs> yeah <laughs> 20 months later and it's and the lines are going to be so long yeah but uh, hopefully matt, things matt will kind of it, sort itself out matt talked about it a little bit is that matt baka from sorry. the takedown podcast yes. um <laughs> he said he when he was on our show i think was this after he said no one's ever gonna get rid of their guy right and that's gonna be the same here yeah also what what's interesting is that if you have your medical card which is super easy to get if you have your medical card it will be the same as buying it street value and you can buy edibles and you can get whatever those things will still get your medical card basically it's super easy yeah it's easy and i hear it's inexpensive yeah i don't i don't know because you have to be on a list like you're on some kind of 
federal it's not or that state, hard. state. No, it's easy, but I don't want to be on a list oh. listing me as someone who smokes pot. Oh yeah, well especially well, and I don't. Job. Yeah, and yeah. I don't. So Search situation right now, I wouldn't need my. You can put me on that list. I don't care. Yeah, I haven't I done it in quite some time, but put me on the list, Obama. I don't want to put be. me on your list. <laughs> I don't want to be on any list. <laughs> All right, Are we about ready to 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 wrap this up. I was planning on only doing about 30 to 45 minutes, and we're almost at an hour, so sorry. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Uh, a few housekeeping housekeeping notes situations. I can't remember if I said it or not on a previous podcast, but I did put um, I put the full interview with Chris Carson from the Luna Project. I meant to mention this earlier. It's an hour long. Gets into some very technical details of his plan to relocate to the moon or establish a permanent human presence on the moon. Uh, it's about an hour long. I put that on our website. So if you just go to the show listing for the um, his episode, which is called Lunar City, Luna or, Bust. City or Bust, you can find it on there. Also, along those lines, we're soon going to be posting all of Christie's old podcast, which we talked about on a previous mm-hmm. podcast. What are what are it's called? What are we doing? Basically, we have a limited amount of bandwidth each month or or space that we can use because I don't want to pay for more. And uh, I'll just take whatever space is left up at the end of the month, and we'll put up as many episodes as we can mm-hmm. until they're all up. But then they'll all be available for you guys to download. So it'll be fun and exciting, and. Keep the questions coming. Keep the feedback coming. We love to hear from you, even if it's really bad stuff. We um, have had some. We've had feedback from all over the place. Nice people, mean people, people super supportive, people not so supportive, and I um for some reason am entertained by all of it, including the parts where people shit on our podcast. Mm-hmm. I just think it's fun. So. We love to hear from you guys. You can find us online at Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter, nerd out, uh, Facebook.com slash Nerd Out Loud Pod, or our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. There's a Ask Us Anything thing on there. You can submit a question, feedback, whatever, even anonymously if you want to be a dick. <laughs> under the cloak of anonymity, or you can call us on our voicemail line, 206 588 5463. We want to hear from you. So. Us. And uh any last words, Kirsty? Um, I don't care if you love or hate our podcast, just don't talk shit and don't don't make up lies about me. <laughs> and with that guys, hey, shitty parents out there, stop being shitty parents. <laughs> Let your nerd flag fly. Need relief now. Can't help but feel better. Yeah, my own scarlet letter. Delusion grandeur. I'll bet I reach it faster. My work ethic's flawless. I only request solace. I guess it gets overbearing to have a dream so aspiring. Used to follow so carelessly. Now I've got something to believe. It's all that I can see. Give up your common dream. The beauty I've received. It's so alarming.
up on my feet now The pictures need relief now Can't help but feel better Yeah, my own scarlet letter Delusion grandeur I'll bet I reach it faster My work ethic's flawless I only request solace We come from different places It's all on the same basis That pop music saved us No god could even blame us I spent years on this shit, cell phone recycle bin, just listen for a minute, a bit of education, I know that in my music, I come off self-abusive, alright, fuck, calm down, just wanna be the best producer, I guess it gets overbearing to have a dream so aspiring, used to follow so carelessly, now I've got something to believe, it's all that I can see, give up your common dream, the beauty I've received, it's so alarming. I'll be an example, just let me 